0: نعم الجليس مدى حياتك مصحف يجلو هموم النفس والوجدان فيه الهدايه والسعاده والرضا وهو الدليل لجنه الرحمن
1: عن عثمان بن عفان رضي الله عنه قال قَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ خَيْرُكُم مَّنْ تَعَلَّمَ الْقُرْآنَ وَعَلَّمَهُ رَوَاهُ الْبُخَارِي Uthman ibn Affan, May Allah be pleased with him, reported The Messenger of Allah, صلى الله عليه وسلم, said The best amongst you is the one who learns the Qur'an and teaches it. This hadith can be found in Sahih Bukhari. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. You're welcome to Quran Taiko Mustafa. And still in our series, January the Hafaz, we have another special person for you today. And wallahi, really blessed our guest today with the knowledge of the Quran. And we hope to gain a love from our story today, b'idnillahi ta'ala. Please join me to welcome Hafizul Thalith Aisha. Assalamu wa Wa wa
2: rahmatullahi
1: Tell us how you feel being on Quran Cycle today, to share your experience as an hafidah of the Quran.
2: I feel favored by Allah to be here with you. Alhamdulillah.
1: Alhamdulillah. And we are honored to have you here today as well. So can you tell our listeners a bit about yourself and why you decided to memorize the Quran?
2: Ma'am, I'm Sally Zansha. I finished my tafid from Markaz, Abdul Hakim, Abdul Latif, Khulwatu Tanzil. And currently, I'm a student of Lagos State University, studying medicine. I started Tachviv actually at first because my parents wanted me to. I was, I think I was 11 then. And my mother just came to me and she told me I was going to stop schooling and start Tachviv. And I'm so grateful for that opportunity. Because as I grew up, I saw the importance of that step they've taken for me. Alhamdulillah.
1: MashaAllah, such wonderful parents you do have. May Allah taala reward them abundantly for taking such a beautiful step for you, mean, And tell us, how did it feel at that age to be a memorizer of the Quran? How did you feel then, when you started? And quickly take us through their journey as well, from start to finish. We want to have insight into that journey.
2: Um, at first, when the news of tahfid came to me, I wasn't pleased with it. I just wanted to go back to school because I was afraid my classmates would become my seniors. But my parents didn't allow me to have my way. I was taken to the Tahrir school. Well, alhamdulillah, when I even got there, I met some of my classmates there who came for tahfid also. So I felt better. and. Um, I think I spent two years there and I really enjoyed my stay there although they were sweet and bitter days, but well, everything in the old like I enjoyed it and I used to say that time was the best period of my life so far, alhamdulillah, and um, the journey so was interesting, like learning the Quran, because before then I, I didn't even know people memorized the Quran, like the complete Quran, I never thought of it. So it was just like the impossible was happening. And and I, I was amazed by the number of pages I could memorize. And my Tafid school was not fully Tafid. We used to have our Bia classes and Hadith and tajweed, the cherry parts of tajweed. Now in the morning, after Subhri we have tahfiv and we finish tahfiv, the morning tahfiz around eight and we'll go for our breakfast and cleaning and we return around nine. Some days we'll have Arubiya like some other days we'll have Moroja like we do it a day on and day off. till Zuhu. from Zur to Ansro we have our and from Asu to maghrib we have a second, tahid class. So I started memorizing quarter of a page in the morning and quarter in the evening. Like that's half a page per day. And I able to memorizing half in the morning and half in the evening. And Alhamdulillah, when I was about to finish, I started to memorize. Three pages in the morning and three pages in the evening. That's six pages per day. Alhamdulillah. And we used to have a muraja during the weekends.
1: Mm, quite interesting. Did you face any challenges at all whilst you were memorizing, either with heaves, with muraja, and the likes? And how did you deal with this?
2: Um, I faced a lot of challenges for my Tahfib and my moraja. For my Tahfib, there are some times that nothing will just enter. I won't be able to memorize anything. And I won't be able to read from our stars that day. Sometimes for a whole day, sometimes from um, the morning class, I won't read till the next morning class. And then it is always painful to see everybody reading to starve and you are sitting back. So, I'll just have to stay awake, maybe before I sleep at night to memorize that page. Or immediately after class, I'll go to the mosque to try to memorize those pages. They are always painful. And my hostess used to beat anyone that no like, take, we used to call it Jadid. We don't take it up to five Jadid per week, like from Monday to Friday. We don't take up to five Jadid, you are going to be beaten like that. And if you take more, you get the gifts. So, we always work towards collecting that gifts and not being beaten. And sometimes I have to be beaten like that. And my Muroja, yeah, I face a lot of challenges when I have to revise all I've memorized and the pasts who are memorized too. And, and my madrasa then we used to have Musabako every month. And I used to dread that Musaba then because I know I, I have a lot of Muraja to do. But then Alhamdulillah, with the help of my staff, every weekend, we used to do general Muraja. every weekend. We don't take Jadid during the weekend. Like We don't memorize new pages during the weekend. We only do Muroja. Alhamdulillah, it's got better.
1: na'am Alhamdulillah <laughs> Abil So tell us, did you at any point during your journey ever think that you wouldn't be able to complete your memorization of the quran and tell us how you dealt with this because this is a very common um thought amidst the memorizers of the quran today and so we want insight on that as well
2: um, um if that happened perhaps maybe when i just started and I, I think i remembered i'll check the small parts and i'll just look at the thickness of the remaining parts, the parts I have to still rise, and I'll be like, will I finish this? But then I just kept on going. But like, when it became tough then, so what kept me going was seeing other people finishing. um, And I had seniors that finished before me, and I have some of my mates that finished before me. So it was, so, and then at that time, I wasn't thinking I couldn't finish again. I was determined to finish and it used to be like a competition maybe you have someone in another class that is in the same surah with you You're like I, I don't want to tell the person what page i am so the person will not memorize more so the person will not finish before me so it was just like we're eager to memorize and to finish the quran and that thought of i won't be able to finish didn't come at the advanced path it came maybe at the beginning.
1: Na'am, alhamdulillah. You know what you said points to the fact that challenges are part of every journey. And the same can be said with the Quran. You know, when we start memorizing the Quran, you're faced with a lot of challenges. But we should not be deterred by those challenges. We should stick on. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make it easy for us. Amen. And Also, what did you notice? What you said about competition, you know, keeping an LD competition whilst memorizing is also a very very good way to go about memorizing And you know, it keeps the spirit eye when you see your friends that are memorizing and reciting You're also eager and motivated to memorize as well And so what pieces of advice would you give to beginners on the journey of memorizing this Quran? um, to people that are already on the journey and those that haven't started at all so what advice would you give to them
2: um to everyone who is willing to be a student of the quran to those that have finished the quran to myself and to everyone the first thing is to always purify our intentions we should know that memorizing the quran is an act of worship and so there should be a class in it we should do it solely for allah to earn reward from allah and Another thing is to avoid haram things. Because my apostles used to tell me that that listening to haram, seeing haram, and like haram won't make the hips stay. So, and then I could, I didn't understand because we're in a confined place. But now I think I understand better. Now it really affects the Moroja. So if you are willing to memorize the Quran, you should know you have to leave all the haram things you engage in knowingly or unknowingly as much as you can and Allah have mercy on us. Another thing is to take muraja very seriously. Um actually the most important thing like the most tedious thing in Tafid is muraja, because it doesn't have an end. You just have to keep revising and revising and tahfid is not something you can dwell on a past glory on. You can say I've revised the Quran and I will have to leave the Quran Like, I've memorized the Quran and I don't have anything to do with the Quran again. I've just ended that title half it. That is like, may Allah have mercy on us and may Allah help us to keep the Moroja. It is something really, really tedious to do. And it is better if one starts it from the beginning. So, for someone that is a beginner, just try to revise as much as possible. Even if you are not memorizing so much, you should try to revise. And every point in time, you should just stop memorizing and you should try to reproduce all those things you've memorized and testing yourself and having someone to test your Musaba courts can assist in that. Another thing is for someone that has gone through the journey, and like for myself, we should resist the urge to feel we are better than other people because this hadith of um, someone who recites the Quran and it doesn't pass his truths is really, really scary yeah because Allah accepts this tafsir from us as an act of and make us genuine I mean Now we should try to work with the Quran and we can do that by learning the meaning of the Quran and listening to Tafsir, learning Tafsir because the Quran is for us to internalize it so it's not just us to just recite, although when you recite you get reward but when you work with it, it gets more reward for everything you do and one's life will be better Read with the Qur'an.
1: Na'am. Jazakumullahu khairan for those precise pieces of advice. We hope our listeners will have noted them and keep them close to their hearts while on the journey towards memorizing the Qur'an. So as we usually do with all our on this series is that we ask them to share their best surah And one or two lessons from it, and as well recite a portion of it to us, um, would really appreciate that.
2: Now, the best portion of the Quran to me is Surah Al-Toha. Now,
0: I'm going to recite a portion of it. ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي وجعل لي وزيرا من أهلي هارون أخي أشدد به أزري إِذْ أَوْهَيْنَا إِلَىٰ أُمِّكَ مَا يُوْحَى أَنِي فيه فِي التَّابُوتِ فَقُذِفِيهِ فِي الْيَمِّ فَلْيُلْقِهِ الْيَمِّ بِالسَّاحِ يأخذ عَدُولِّي وَعَدُولَّهِ وَأَلْقَيْتُ عَلَيْكَ مَحَبَّةً ولتصنع على عيني إذ تمشي أختك فتقول هل أدلكم على من يكفله فرجعناك إلى أمك كي تقر عينها ولا تحزن وقتلت نفسا فنجيناك من الغم I'm, um, and I'm going
2: to share some few lessons from these verses. One of them is the importance of having a good companion, be brother, sister. Husband wife, like having a good companion, Musa was appointed a prophet by Allah and he had a brother and he benefited his brother by asking Allah to make him a prophet and Allah accepted his dua. So like what a great benefit from a brother. So when we have good people in our lives, when we keep good company, they might supplicate to Allah for us and we can just get a lot of good things from them the evening land. We can also strive to be the good people in other people's lives too. And another thing is um, from the verse that Allah returned Musa to his mother when she thought she couldn't have her son back. So no matter what we've lost in our lives, no matter how hard things could be, we should know that Allah can restore everything. And Allah does things in a very, very marvellous and miraculous way. Like she could not even think that like she will get a son back that way and Allah granted it to her that way so when we rely on Allah Allah will surely make a way for us in every situation we find ourselves and that gives the mind peace there are a lot of lessons from the verses so i'm just sharing this so i'll accept it as an act of worship
1: allahu akbar what a beautiful recitation that was allahi jazakum allahu khairan for that and jazakum allahu khairan as well for sharing those beautiful reflections on those verses and we hope we have picked one or two lessons from it and we pray allah makes it easy for us to implement the lessons therein mean so here is what we'll draw the curtain today we say a very big jazakum allahu khairan to our hafizah sister aisha Thalith for spending our time to have this moment with us we pray allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward you abundantly fi dunya wal akhira we would really appreciate a final word from you to all our listeners out there.
2: Ma'am, yeah, for everyone willing to memorize the Qur'an, wanting to be steadfast, be determined, and to shun all forms of laziness and to pray to Allah a lot to make it easy and accept it as an act of worship. And again, parents should help their children take right decisions in their lives, decisions that they'll be happy with when they grow. And personally, like, I'm still struggling with my Muroja to so can make Dua for me. Allah make it easy for me and accept it as an act of worship. Amen. And to all the Hufal out there, may Allah make the muraja easier for us. May Allah make implementing the Quran easier for us and accept it from us as an act of Ibadah and make us part of those whose parents on the Day of Judgment will be crowned. Amen. And my makers make us part of those who will be told on the day of judgment that you warotil kama be able to do it. Amen. My love, us and accept us as an actor in Ghada.
1: Amen, Amen, Amen. Jazakumullahu Khairan. So, some take homes on this episode. Firstly, is that we should make our Quran journey a lifelong one because truly it never really ends. And we should develop that close association with the Quran. And wallahi, you will see changes in our lives, be ta'ala. And the second point is that we should keep righteous companies at all times. This would not only help us through our journey towards the Quran, it will also affect every dealings in our life, the way we think, what we do, and how we do things. Because, you know, the people you are constantly in association with kinds of reflect the kind of person you will be as well. So we should try and keep a very, very good um, and righteous company prayer makes it easy for us i mean and lastly the power of dua cannot be overemphasized we should always always make dua to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in everything we want to do be it heaves be it in all things in our life we should make it an habit to pray to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we pray he accepts all our dua and admit us into his jannah amen and that's it on our episode today with Al arisha thalith we hope you gained a lot. Please do share this with your friends and families. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa baru